Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Kim Peek. I am a running triathlon and fitness coach who empowers women through movement, specifically as they train and prepare for an endurance race, such as a 5K, half marathon, or triathlon. Thank you for joining me today. Now on with the show. Hello, everyone. I'm here today with Bonnie Parrish-Kell. Bonnie has a great story to tell us. She has a community Facebook page website called Slowpoke Divas, and she got into fitness and does a ton of activities and discovered it all after the age of 50. So welcome to the show, Bonnie. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So tell me a little bit, what are, who are the Slowpoke Divas and how did you get started with that Slowpoke Divas community? Well, I feel that anybody, um, any woman of any age can be a quote, Slowpoke Diva. And primarily it's the case where we want to get out, be fit, whether we want to play basketball, be a gym rat, and basically enjoy that activity. We don't have to be first in our age group. We don't have to win the marathons. We don't even have to do a marathon. It's just a case of getting out there and doing a sport or activity that, that we enjoy doing. That way we can improve our fitness. So that's what Slowpoke Divas is all about. And one of the things I focus on a lot, of course, is like running, triathlon, cycling, that sort of thing. But really, if a woman is into dance, go for it. Because we know how much uh, coordination and stamina and flexibility goes into dance. So it's really about just getting out there and enjoying it. I, I also like want that. to provide a, uh, a, you know, a place where few, a women felt safe to you know, share their fears, their insecurities, their, their doubts, their worries without feeling rejected or ridiculed. Um, Cause I think that's one of the uh, things that most women, and it holds us back our own limitations and what we think other people will think of us as we're doing this crazy thing known as a 5k or a triathlon or getting back into ballet or dance that they haven't um, done for years and years and years. Yeah. So are you working mostly with people in your community or is it online also? It's a bit of both. Um, I have a, a small group of uh, devotees of divas here in Las Vegas, Nevada, which is kind of a challenge, especially as we approach the summer season, because uh, when the temperatures get hot, you know, the last thing you really want to do is get outside and do something. But I found that if you have a training partner or two, you actually will, you know, get out there, you'll exercise, you'll meet up, and then you can always enjoy a coffee or, or you know, iced tea afterwards and like that. So, um, but I also have some people who are online who connect with me and we all basically are sharing our stories with each other and encouraging each other to get over those humps or to do something that might be kind of scary, like, well, now I want to do a 10K. I've only been doing 5Ks, you know, that sort of thing. I love that. I had a, it seems like I keep talking about these pictures that show up in my Facebook memories over the last uh-huh. couple of days, but I had a picture the other day pop up that was 
at the lake with one of my training partners. And it was this big first exciting day, our very first open water swim. And I mean, we are, we are so cute because we have our little swim caps there. We're standing on the edge of the lake, taking our selfie together, Mm -hmm. all excited, trying to commemorate this, what felt like this huge, huge milestone because we were all new to triathlon that summer and all kind of jumped in it to, into it together. Mm-hmm. But I think it's so important to have that group of women or group of people that will support you in those activities that you can all, hey, let's all go try this together. Let's all explore something new together. That's right. It takes, it takes a lot of that fear and self-doubt away. It's, if, you know, if Sally can do it, well, maybe I can too. And one of the things I found, and it's what prompted me to start Slopo Divas, was that unintentionally I was inspiring other women to do what I was doing because they were saying, wow, you're, you're amazing. You're doing this and the other thing. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, I'm not even a runner yet. I walk my triathlons. But the mere fact that I was doing a triathlon was inspiring them to try something new themselves. And I thought that, you know, that's exactly what we need more of. We need more support and we need more encouragement to get out there and, and either follow a dream or at least improve our fitness, improve, improve our health. And you started this after you had already turned 50, right? When I was 49, I was like, wow, you know, I'm going to be turning the big five Oh, um, I've been a computer potato for decades. Um, I was not really happy with the way I looked or how I felt. So I thought, well, I'm going to become that kid, that athlete I thought I was. So I decided, well, I'm going to do a triathlon because, you know, that's what you do when you turn 50, right? So, <laughs> I, so I signed up for a sprint distance triathlon in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia. It was going to be in the fall. But I decided, well, I'm going to get my feet wet. I did a beginner triathlon. Uh, it was a pool swim, a really short bike, and a mile and a half run um, in St. George, Utah. Well, I nearly drowned in a, in a pool swim because I was so nervous and excited and overwhelmed. I realized I don't know really how to swim. My bike was really horrible. I didn't have the stamina to go up a, this tiny, tiny hill. And that's when I, I had this real eye-opening experience of I am not anywhere near the athlete I thought I was. I'm really out of shape, and I need help. And luckily, I didn't give up. I'm kind of stubborn in that respect. <laughs> so I found a coach here in Las Vegas, Jackie Arcana, who is a, a USA triathlon certified uh, coach, and worked with her and her group, primarily women just like me. I mean, older, in their 40s, uh, fighting menopause or perimenopause, and just trying to do something. And because of that experience, because of working with a coach, I successfully completed that triathlon in Vancouver. And I was ecstatic. Yeah, I was probably last, but I was still ecstatic because I started and finished something that I had at one at many times. I was doubting if I was going to be I was going to be able to do that. So, so that's what really got me started. And I, you know, continued with Jackie's group. Um, I moved into, uh, you know, I did triathlons. I did 5Ks. I did 10K. I decided, oh, I want to do a half marathon. And I race walked a half marathon. 
That's so amazing. I've done two here in Vegas and I've done two in Bellingham, Washington. As you can tell, I love to travel all over the place. And to me, this is one of the great ways to experience a place is by doing a race or, you know, an event someplace. I agree. Um, When we travel, that is one of my favorite ways to explore a new city. My family likes to sleep in late and it doesn't seem to matter where we are. I will wake up at my normal time. And so we have found some great breakfast places that I've discovered on my run or, uh, you know, we'll go to Hawaii and I'll find a turtle or something on the beach and then start sending people pictures. And all of a sudden the kids are waking up. Okay, we're going to come. We're going to get out of bed. We're going to go to the beach and see what you found. But I love exploring new cities that way. So I'm totally with you on that. I'm all into racecations, you know, race vacations. So I'm a running and triathlon coach. And I know that you are big into the race walking and you triathlon and cycling. I have lots of people tell me that they think that they are too old to start something like this. And you are evidence that it is never too late to start. But what do you say to people who think that they're too old or too out of shape to even get started with these activities? Well, first off, I feel that no matter what age we are, we should be able to go out and play. And that play can be whatever we want to do. One of the things we have to remember, too, is that if we have a 40-year-old body or a 60-year-old body, we're no longer the 20-year-old that we, that mentally we may think we, we still are. But studies have shown over the last 20 years that fitness, exercise, strength training, anaerobic training actually improves and strengthens an elderly person's body. They'll get some of their muscle mass back. It will improve bone density. It will improve balance, cognitive function. And believe me, I'm at the, I feel like I need as much cognitive improvement as possible these days. So to me, there's no reason why you cannot go out and start something. I think it's a case of managing expectations that was the biggest thing that I had when I had turned 50 and I had that uh, beginner triathlon experience was that I realized this was going to be a journey and it was really going to be a challenge because I like probably 98% of other Americans, when we want something, we want it now. It's that whole instant gratification mm-hmm. thing. So if I can get you know upset, if I have to wait too long at a Starbucks drive through how am I going to feel if I want to actually do a marathon. It's going to take me a long time to get in the physical shape ready for a marathon. Um, The other thing I also recommend is that we do not compare ourselves to somebody else. If it takes me 12 months to do something, that's my journey. If it took you three months to do something, I'm going to celebrate that. But Mm -hmm. you know, somebody else might need two years because all bodies are different. And so I think we need just to embrace that journey and enjoy every step of the way and not push it too much where we either get get sick or get hurt because then that takes all the fun out of, you know, the sport. So no matter what the age, go for it. I think those are all super important reminders. This episode is sponsored by my coaching company, Power of Run. If this is the year you want to run your first or fastest half marathon, walk or run a 5k or jump into the world of triathlon, check out my coaching programs at www.crushingmygoals.com.
dot com slash store. And then you participate in the senior games also, right? That is so impressive. Tell us a little bit about how you got started with that and what initially drew you to the games. Well, the fun thing about what's called senior games or senior Olympics is that they are designed specifically for people over the age of 50. And it is to encourage the maturing population to get active again, to embrace a healthy lifestyle, to get out there and and walk or play basketball or shoot the hoops or, um, you know, do doing some sort of sport. Mm-hmm. And so I found the uh, senior games um, here in Nevada and also in Utah, which then led me to a national organization called the National uh, Senior Games Association. And they put on a huge multi-sport event every two years for seniors. And next year's is the championship, which will be in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And if you participate in a sport, I'm going to say race walking for me, at, say, the Nevada Senior Games, and if I place in the top four, I will qualify to go to nationals. And I would love to be able to do that. And I don't expect to ever win a race walking event. I don't expect to ever win a cycling event or a triathlon event because I'm slow. I am the epitome of slow poke divas, but it's the whole point of having a goal and doing the best that I can. And also I've made some really, really great friends through this whole senior games um, environment because we're all supporting each other, whether it's race walking cycling. I've even seen softball teams during that game. They're really competitive, but afterwards they're all hugging each other and they're congratulating each other and they're, you know, things like that. So it's a wonderful, wonderful um, environment. And so if somebody's in their thirties right now, I say, get out there and start training and something because by the time you're 50, who knows how good you're going to be. So. Yeah. Very true. So I know that there are rules for race walking. How does a person learn to race walk? Where do you go to learn this? That is a really good question. Um, I'm currently working on a video that shows the differences between race walking and something called power walking. They're both competitive sports. And there's a new organization uh, called the United States Power Walking Association. Their goal is to promote power walking. Now, the difference between the two is that in race walking, it's more technical where your forward leg has to stay straight until your stri- that leg goes underneath you as you're making your stride. Then the opposite leg, by the time it hits your heel, your heel hits the ground, that leg has to be straight. So your leg always has to be straight. That's why you see race walkers with a duck waddle type of mm-hmm. stride because they have to have that forward leg straight. Otherwise, um, they can be disqualified. Now, in power walking, you don't have to have that straight leg. And that's really a a benefit for people who have either uh, physical um, challenges, they've had knee replacements, they have arthritis, or their legs just are not, they just cannot get that straight form. So it's a way for walkers to actually ramp up their fitness walking and be in, into competitive sport. So I've done my race walking 
um, in those half marathons in, in everything. And some race walkers will actually race walk faster than some runners I know. I've heard that before. That's why I was curious. I've heard that before. It's pretty amazing. It's amazing to watch. Well, I have loved talking to you and getting all these. I love talking to people who just are approaching fitness in a different way. And I think your ideas and attitudes are so refreshing. Oh, thank you. Just so refreshing thinking about, you know, that everybody can be an athlete. Everybody can be active. There's different ways to do it. And you're not too old to start because like you said, there are so many benefits to physical, just being physically active. And as we get older, I think that that brain piece of it is so big and something that we just don't talk about enough. Especially with the increase in dementia, Alzheimer's, Mm -hmm. the various brain diseases as we age, um, anything we can do to at least slow it down until they can figure out what's causing it, it's huge. Plus, it's just a lot of fun. And I think life, we need to have more fun in life. And why not share it with others? Make new friends. I agree. And, and that's another piece of it is one of the things, the reasons I started this podcast was to help people realize that there's, it's more than just trying to get the muscles and run half marathons, that there's the social aspect. And just, I mean, it's so good for your brain. All of it is so good for your brain and for your longevity that things that will help you live a happier, more fulfilled life. And by just getting out there and doing these activities with people, you are making just incredible changes in your body that you might not be able to see in a mirror. That's right. That's right. I think that's really exciting. Now, is there anything I uh, that I forgot to ask you or anything that you would like to add? Um, we could go on and on and on. I could talk about this stuff like all day long. So mm-hmm. I think we gave everybody a really good idea of, you know, my perspective on uh, athletics for uh, women, especially older women who are over the age of 50, uh, 40 and 50. Um, you know, we uh, like I said, we could go on, but I think we could cover a lot of the really important basis to get people started on their journey toward fitness and improved health. Okay. Thank well, I'm, me. Uh, thank you for being here. I'm going to put all of your social media information in the show notes, but why don't you go ahead and tell people how they can find you if they want oh, okay. to. Okay. That'd be great. Well, I'm all over the web. Uh, you can find me at slowpokedivas.com, my website. You can also find me on Twitter with the uh, handle of at Parish Cal, uh, I'm sorry, at B Parish Cal, along with at Slowpoke Divas. I'm on Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook page of Slowpoke Divas, and I'm also launching a new uh, video channel on YouTube, Slowpoke Divas TV. I'll be posting my race walking versus power walking differences uh, uh, YouTube video coming up pretty soon. All right. Well, that will be exciting to look forward to also. Thank and I you. think I will be seeing you this summer, right? Yes. In Diego at the Idea World Convention. That's right. I can't wait. I'm counting the weeks, counting the days. Yeah, we're down to days now. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for being on my show. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run. And you can find me at www.crushingmygoals 
gmail.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week and I will catch you next Tuesday.